In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. It is the real stories behind success. I'll be your Sherpa up and down success mound today, Tony Grebmeyer. I'm excited uh, to have a great guest on. Had a chance to break some bread, have some dinner with him about a year ago. And since then, I've been following him online, seeing what he's doing. One of the just the sharpest business guys around, somebody who um, you know is in the game, not just talking about it, right? And so many people that you hear from today, they're fans in the stands, but they're not lacing up their sneaks and they're not running up and down the court with the big boys. So this guy right here, something changed for him when he decided one day to look up self-help and, and figure out this personal development deal. And he came across a book called Think and Grow Rich. Now, he's over 13 years experience in the world of management and consulting in more than 500 companies. He spent time in China and Japan learning the world's largest trade fairs and eventually he founded Con Media Group, an eight-figure digital media agency, which is in charge of running drop shipping and branded Shopify stores, getting customers and leads, building e-commerce and drop shipping stores. Please welcome to the show today's special guest, Emin Khan. Hey Tony, thanks for having me, man. I'm super excited to be on here. Well, you know, you know, sitting watching you kind of run the table makes me think a lot about how I like to walk into a room, you know, like get to know people, shake hands, meet people. And and like one of the cool things that just stood out, not only are you tall, <laughs> you know what you're talking about. And that is cool. And a fluff of a bunch of eight figure wannabes. Here's a guy doing it. And you've worked with some big, big companies. But before we jump into the show, one question, every guest gets the same. What is your definition of success? My definition of success would be to find ways to uh, provide value to society and then ultimately yourself too. And in, in, a, in, you know, in the meantime, also like profit from it as well too. So value first and then a profit later. So if you're able to provide value, profits like slowly kind of follow. Uh, they're not far behind. I love it. You know, it was cool reading your bio, kind of learning a little bit about you through that. You know, I I didn't know about self-help until like my life was basically falling apart and someone suggested maybe I take a personal look at myself differently. And it, it talked about your life changed. What was your life like before? And then tell me a little bit about what your life is like today now that you know a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, my my, my uh, journey with self-help started um, literally when I graduated from the high school university, got my first job out of school and um, I was an accounting finance major from Ohio State's studying my butt off and then I got a job as an accounting firm in Ohio. And um, I would say probably within the first two weeks of working there, I was like, this is my life. This is what's going to be the rest of my life. I, I felt like this period of kind of like depression hit me. And I was like, this is, this is not like, you know, there's got to be more to life than this. And I started Googling um, about self-help and just came across this book called Thinking Grow Rich and the concept uh, inside this book was so unique. And I bought this book from Amazon 
And I read it, it took me about a week to read it, just kind of plow through it. And the concepts within uh, this book were very kind of abstract, but they just kind of made you think a little bit differently and kind of like outside the box. So after reading that book, um, I went on Amazon, probably bought another like 30, 40 books around the self-help kind of industry, a bunch of Tony Robbins, Les Brown, Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, and a couple other like, you know, um, different um, uh, publishers and authors. And then, you know, from that, I just, the more and more I went to work, um, the more and more I, I became like, kind of like at his mindset where like, I'm like, there's gonna be more to life. And I came like depressed. And like, so I, what happened was my first job, I got ended up um, getting fired because I had this kind of like, us kind of like out the body kind of experience. We're like, hey, listen, these guys are doing it and monetizing my time. Why can't I do this on my own? So I started like kind of trying, trying to get clients, um, some subcontract work on the side for my, some of my existing clients that my firm had, but I had a non-compete agreement with them. So they found out and, you know, because I'm like, I could do this better than them, ended up firing me. So my, my entire like life since I was 13 years old and up until like all the jobs I've had, I've been fired from every single job I've ever had in my life. I have not like able to keep, keep one job because it just became like overly ambitious. Um, I think these books I read, this personal development stuff, just kind of um, molded my, my brain to like just kind of think outside the box. I was very analytical and then I became kind of very left brain too and very well rounded. So I can like kind of, you know, um, uh, just also be analytical, also like be very, very creative as well too. So yeah, man, personal development um, has helped me so much. Um, you know, I, I think of my brain as like, it's like, it's like a glass of water, right? It's a clear glass of water and on, on the daily grind, that um that happens and like there's so much like negativity and stuff that happens you know in the world it, it, it's literally taking like a, a um a drop of black liquid and putting it into a glass of water and dilutes it so self-help books and personal development is is, is the essential key because kind of help clear out my brain and give me like you know a clear path um as far as like trying to accomplish my goals i love it some great visuals too you know i love the fact that you know you're unemployable no no one's gonna hire you right because like you know, they'll hire you for consulting. They'll hire you for your, but I'm not going to sit at a desk job. That's, I, I just couldn't. Like, I think there was a time in my life when I, like, I got to the done being a DJ and I'm like, yeah, I think I've, I've done doing what I can do to go sit behind a desk and work for somebody else unless they hire me at a really high value to come in and provide a service. So I really relate to that. And I love the, the, the image too of the ink and the glass of water. It's a great visual for people. Um, you know, if you're not working on yourself, basically you're going to allow somebody else to, uh, you know, inject what they want. And then you're going to believe what they want you to believe versus your beliefs. How did, how does that work for you now today with all of the stuff you've done, all the companies you've helped, what are people calling you on the phone and having you come in and help? You talk a little bit pre-interview about, you know, life hacking, business hacking, self-help, that kind of stuff. What are you hired for today? Like the expertise, the skill that you provide. Yeah, so I mean, I have like a, a two. So I have like two, uh, I have uh, two companies. One is the um, the agency where we do a lot of digital stuff, whether it's media buying or you know uh, consulting or setting up stores and kind of helping them scale. And then I still have my um, consulting company where I kind of work with companies. Um, they're looking for financing, like debt financing from a lot of banks, investors, and private equity firms. And um, what we do is, um, you know, the company's looking for like a million dollars, ten, fifteen, twenty, hundred. You know, I've done probably like a, uh, the biggest deal I've done was probably like close to a billion dollars for like a public company. And um, so looking for debt financing and their 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 debt is collateralized with their assets. So that kind of involves, um, 
me basically um, getting access to all their books and records, financial statements, everything. I, like I literally um, will go into a company, tier a company inside and out, look at their revenue model, spend time at their warehouses, doing a full analysis on the companies and figuring out what the company ticks and talks and also what are the risks associated with that company too. So, and then basically put again in these like 30, 40 page due diligence reports that kind of gives like the investor or the lender, you know, kind of a little more insights as far as, um, you know, what, what the company entails and their business model. So uh, it's, it's, it's very grueling works. It's long hours. I think personal development, self-help, it kind of um, helps you push those mental barriers. A lot, I think a lot of people in my experience throughout their lifetime, um, you know, at the end of the day, um, crap happens in life, horrible things happen in life. You know, I, I became like so uh, strong headed that um, I'm, I'm a person like, I know stuff is going to happen, but like, it just, um, it's more like, hey, how can I um, be a better person? How can I take this problem and make it and turn, turn it into a solution? So I'm able to kind of come up with unique like uh, ways and different perspectives to kind of, um, basically come out in any, any situation. Like I, I'm so strong headed. Like I, I have like a never die kind of attitude. You know, I'm a big um, problem solver, like pro- pro- like having problems. Uh, it just means like, you know, it gives you a chance to find a solution for that problem. And like, I think a lot of people, um, if they're not strong headed, don't have that self-help kind of like, you know, background. I think when the first problem arises in any business, they kind of just like buckle down and then like just like kind of give up or whatever. So kind of having like that self-help and personal development kind of helps you push through, you know, a lot of problems. Well, I got to tell you, man, it's just awesome to to hear you. I mean, just Googling your name. It's always fun when people Google your name and then you see all the cool stuff that is shared about you and, you know, the man behind uh, the media group, a, a digital media agency, um, just everybody's laughing. But there's this thing about you that I love. It's your love for just like cars. And um, <laughs> I saw you the other day at an event and and you asked that question, you know, like, hey, sh- like, should I get this car, right? How much was the car? Oh, uh, it was uh, 3.5 million. So <laughs> what was the answer? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean, um, so, so moving to Orange County, um, compared to Chicago, um, like just the amount of like, I think like wealth here and the type of like scene here, it's just a different level. So, um, you know, I, I, back in Chicago, we still have like car valleys and I have all, you know, friends, um, exotic cars, um, Ventadors, Ferraris, 488s, McLarens, 570s, 650s. So I've been around there for the last like years and years and years. And I moved here and, um, we have this, you know, um, Valleys in Chicago were like once in a while. Here they're happening every single week, and it just it just become like so normal. I mean, I, it was literally about fifteen minutes from my house. I drive over fifteen minutes from my house, and um, yeah, like five Konis eggs, you know, in in, the, in this like um, little room. And then there's no velvet, there's no velvet ropes or anything like that. It, they're just accessible. They're just sitting there, and like the owners are standing there too, and they're they're super cool, you know. You're looking at about like you know fifteen twenty million dollars in cars, like within like a room, which is like five six cars, and like you know, Bugatti Devos and McLaren P1s or whatever, but it gives you like, so, so, so going and seeing stuff like that gives you like, almost like a, um, you're like, you're like, well, you see this level. And then like, once you see stuff like that, you're like, wow, there's like different level to the, after that level. So like, once you see that kind of stuff, you're like, holy moly. Like I was trying, I was trying to get to this level, but then there's like more levels on top of that. You know what I mean? So like, whenever you think you're like you're on, on top, you realize like there's always somebody like that's way, way better and like much more successful than you. Then like, it makes you even like more hungry. You get the juices flowing. You're like, holy shit, man. There's like, you know, there's, there's so much more you can accomplish in life or whatever. It's not about cars. Cars are just, it's a car, you know, it's, it drives fast. Um, it's, it's like, you know, having success 
you can buy material things, but like you know, for me, like cars, it's um, it's just like like getting the car, like like the the, the rush it gives you, the speed, the adrenaline, the, the dopamine rush. Um, like a lot of people see like cars like that as a depreciating assets, and you know, technically, if on, on like the balance sheet, yeah, it could be, but like I look at it in different uh, perspective. I'm like, it's actually a branding tool because somebody sees that person with a car like that, they're like. Um, how did that person, what did they do to get that car? I don't care about the car you have. It's about what did you do to get that car? So like the amount of respect you get from people and like they just look at you in a different way. You know what I mean? So like, and then you get connections out of it, business deals. So the way I look at it is like a, it's a person branding tool more than anything else. But yeah, man, that's, it's on my list, <laughs> the car. <laughs> I love it. Hey, so what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break. I want you to keep feeding the machine. Okay, so you listening at home, wherever it may be today, and the opportunity to continue comes up. Remember, keep feeding the machine. Don't give up. We'll be right back with our special guest today, Emin Khan, right here on the Be Fulfilled Podcast Show. We're going to take a quick break. And since Tony's taking one, let's take one together. Let's take a deep breath. Wherever you are, feel those ribs expand, that chest lifts towards your chin. Let's do it now. That feels good, right? That's one of over 23,000 breaths you're going to take today. You don't even think about it, but you're focused on that one. That's life. That's rejuvenation. That's the moment right here. And thanks for doing that with me. We all matter. Those breaths matter. Let's remember them. And let's get back to the show. All right, we are back on the Beef of Hill podcast show. Right before break, we were talking about leveling up the game. And at break, I was talking to him and I say, like, tell me, where, where do people get to follow you? And he's like, dude, you got to check it out. I, I just made Instagram and then I leveled it up. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, I made it 2.0. So uh, we're talking today, Em and Con. You can you can check him out Instagram from there. You can find his link tree. Real straightforward. It's E M M O N underscore K H A N underscore two We're talking to the man today who drives what he drives and visualizes the next level car. Right? I do that in business and life. I, I just got off of a business meeting today, and I I've always told people I always believe I could play in the NBA. I still to this day, my mindset is I can go play at the NBA. And I'm like, I'm almost 50 years old, but my mindset says I can go play in the NBA. Like you give me the shot, I'll take it. I may miss it, but I'll be back to shoot it again. Most people, they will not even get onto the court because they're afraid of taking the shot and missing it and looking bad. What is your secret to just moving forward in life? Uh, just a uh, pure grit, man, pure grit and resilience. Um, you know, uh, like obstacles like happen. So about like five, six years ago, um, when I, I got into digital, um, it was a pretty like crazy situation. I was looking for um, a firm um, and my dad got really sick. He had uh, diagnosed with ALS disease actually. And uh, it was it was a tough mind, man. My, my, um, my mom was just a typical military woman, never learned how to drive, purely relied on my dad for everything. So um, during that time, I, I was traveling about um, probably the last 12, 13 years of my, during my consulting experience, about uh, 30 weeks a year, I was traveling for about 12, 13 years, living at hotels, things like that too. And my dad got really sick. They moved in with me from uh, Ohio into uh, uh, my place in Chicago so I can take care of them. And then, you know, one day my dad got rushed to the hospital and just couldn't breathe anymore on his own. So he got put on a ventilator. And during that year, I, you know, I got fired from my job because they wanted me to travel. I couldn't travel at all um, because I had to be local and take care of my mom. 
I spent that entire year going, dropping my mom off at a local um, hospital over there and spending time at um, Starbucks, 12, 13, 14 hours a day at a, at a Starbucks over there learning about e-commerce, digital marketing for a whole year. I just did that every single day. And that's how I got into the digital game. It, it was it was a rough time, man. Like that was just um, the first year I probably like lost a bunch of money. Um, but this, after that, I just, uh, things continue to start taking off and off. So like when you go through something like that, man, um, especially seeing your like dad pass away and like struggles like you've been through, like nothing really phases you anymore. When you see like when you see like death right in front of your eyes, and you know you, you see it happen, and that's literally like the worst thing that can happen to somebody, right? Is that ultimately? So when you go through something like that, man. It's just it's impossible for anything really to phase you. So like I think just the, my mindset and like the type of grit I have, which I you know um, I, I think a lot of people have their own struggles too. So I'm like reach reach deep down inside, and you know pull out those times where you were down in the dirt and like you know where you like yeah, you had no other choice. Like those pull out those painful experiences and be like, listen, I can't ever go back to that painful experience again. So you have to push through. You gotta have that mindset, that resilience, and that grit to achieve like anything is achievable, man. It's just, it's just, it's all mindset, man. It's all mindset. Spoken like a guy who's read a few self-help books. I love, <laughs> I love also the, um, just the dialogue of names you rattled off, you know, Les Brown, Tony Robbins, Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn. Like you go and talk about the greats. Um, but I will tell you, man, like my dad was one of my greatest teachers. And so I'm really, um, I really feel for you losing your father. It's never easy. Um, but just wanted to let you know my condolences on the, around that. Appreciate that. The the best lesson, right, uh, that I've learned is some of the things to do and not to do. But I learned them from my father, and uh, so now my dad just gets to watch from a different space. And so I just wanted to say and acknowledge you because one of the one of my first mentors. So thank you for sharing that. You've got the Con Media Group. You do a lot of stuff around drop shipping, branded Shopify stores, etc. When you ain't doing this, no cars. You know, you're not, you know, with your mom, or your friends. What do you enjoy doing just like you to just break free of like all of the digital noise out there in the world? Like, where would I find you kind of if it was by yourself? Yeah, man, I um, two things I really love. Um, you know, one is uh, I love to travel. I like to go out. I spent a lot of time last couple of years in, um, in Asia just learning about um, the culture and, um, you know, Japan, Singapore. I mean, you can spend a whole year in like Asia, for example, and, and like you won't get uh, tired of it. I mean, you, you go to Japan, it's like imagine New York City and but like cleaner and cooler and more innovative. You go down their subway system, the entire subway system is so advanced that they have huge malls built into the subway system. So seeing stuff like that, you know what I mean? Traveling the world, it just kind of uh, opens up new like um, mental pathways, neurons and like in your brain that that you are not because you you kind of expand your knowledge, your vision of like the world. So like definitely like traveling and trying new things, experiencing new things. I also love like reading a, a lot, you know, whether I, I literally got about nine books right there from Amazon and order like last week sitting there from stuff from like Tim Ferriss and stuff, you know, uh, on like uh, stock trading, things like that too. I'm like, try to learn new skills, man. Like, um, you know, you, you can't let yourself go stagnant. So like trying and trying to always like absorb new information, new hacks, new new ways of doing things or whatever. Like I'm a big avid reader, reader and an avid traveler for sure, 100%. What's the biggest hack you learned about 2020 about yourself? Oh man, the biggest hack. Um, so like, uh, let's go back to 2000. Uh, well, to, yeah, 2020 um, with COVID-19. Um, so COVID-19, what COVID-19 thought, uh, uh, essentially like um, what we learned from, like, everybody learned in the world is like, um, you can plan for stuff, like you for stuff to happen in life, but like 
like unless like you know god wants it to happen it's not it's not going to happen so like so much horrible stuff and happened in, in 2024 a lot of people across the world everybody is affected you have like you know over 40 50 million people unemployed over 220 million people you know worldwide businesses that like we're expecting to do like you know significant amounts of revenue <laughs> shut down stores go out of business you know what i mean so i guess you know i i'm concerning myself like a chameleon and like I, I, I constantly adapt to situations. So when when COVID hits, I think for a lot of people that they were they were jobless, especially like the retail and the kind of like the hospitality restaurant industry. So like it, it, it taught you to like your existing skill set is like needs upgrading. It's not relevant. So you have to be constantly like that's why I have 2.0 in my Instagram profile because you have to be constantly upgrading yourself. So people with their existing skill set they've had for the last five, 10, 15 years were like like non-existent they're, they're like it, it showed like COVID-19 in 2020 proved that um like you know you need to be constantly learning new, th- uh, new things acquiring new skills and uh you know you can't sit there if you wait for stuff to happen to you like you're like a victim like you're going to be hurt by the circumstances instead of like hey um this stuff happened now what can we do to adapt in this situation you know what can we do to move forward. So like, um, if anything, I think COVID-19 um, was like an awesome learning experience. And it's still sort of happening right now, you know? It was awesome learning experience that, um, you know, like all the bars and clubs are closed, all these venues are closed, sports arenas are closed. So like now it's a chance for me, like people in the world to sit at home and actually like learn a new skill. And I feel like if you didn't like spend time learning a new skill, I think I think you, you wasted a lot of time, quite frankly. I, I love it, man. Like, so here, here's a couple of takeaways as we get ready to wrap up the show today. Biggest thing that I learned talking to you today, there, you got three options. Make things happen, watch things happen, or go, oh my God, what the F just happened, mm-hmm. right? Something is going on and it's your turn right now to level up because no one's going to do it for you, right? No one's going to lift the weights. No one's going to actually help you get to the next level unless you're willing and wanting to upgrade, right? So, System hacks all day long. You know, the, the computer will pop up saying, you know, time to upgrade. Your phone will say upgrade. You can either say yes or you can say no. Remember, I'm not telling you to hit yes just to hit yes. I'm asking you, are you willing to do the work to get to the next level? Because the work's there no matter what. It's going to take a yes or a no to get into action. The other thing that I learned today, which was awesome, 2.0, uh, Emin, it's just awesome talking to you. I could talk for hours. The wizardry that's really, really important for anybody listening today, and I want you to double down on what Emmons said in the very, very beginning. He Googled, like he searched what was self-help and then every job since he's been fired because he upgraded. So he gave you the, 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 the key, right? They say success leaves clues. Most people don't pay attention to the clues. They avoid them. Then they blame society for the reason why they're not where they want to be. He's giving you the life hacks. I hope you hack something up out of this interview today and you take it into consideration. Follow him on Instagram. Once again, you can easily do that. E-M-M-O-N underscore K-H-A-N underscore 2.0. Follow him on Instagram. Hit his link tree. Find ways to connect with this guy. At least follow what he's doing. He, he is doing some cool shit in 2021 and beyond. That is Emin Khan. My name is Tony Grubmeyer. Until next time, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, choose to make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. 
It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever. Forever. 